homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks and novices. Welcome to all the laity from your centres. Today, we come together to learn Dhamma as we regularly do. And Dhamma is something that when one learns it and takes it to practice, this leads to inner peace and happiness. One who practices Dhamma gains happiness first, then so does one's family and the people around oneself, and then society and one's country has happiness. But on the other hand, one may have no Dhamma, they have only selfishness, no sila, no morality, maybe they keep none of the five moral precepts at all. If they don't have any of the moral precepts, then that person will bring trouble to oneself in their own mind, then cause trouble and confusion to others around them. And if the people around them also have no sila, no morality, then ultimately there will be danger to people in society. Like we often see in the news, like Adinadana, the precept about stealing, cheating others, and not being sincere to others. One takes the wealth of others and makes it their own. Or trying to cheat and swindle when doing business and trade, doing it to the extent that it causes harm and makes other people suffer. This is seeing in terms of maximizing their own benefit. And in the end, the ones who have been cheated, they suffer, they are angry and have ill will and want to harm others back. Those that have done the cheating, they may get harmed or even lose their life. This has happened a lot in the past. And sometimes there are those who are not involved in the situation but end up getting harmed in the revenge on those few that have been doing the cheating. And we see this often around the world and recently with the sad incident that happened in Thailand. This was because of those without sila dhamma who cheat others in business. They make suffering for others. So sila, keeping the five moral precepts and even just looking at the precept not to steal and cheat others, not taking the wealth of others to be one's own, this leads to peace and happiness. So the Buddha taught us to know to sacrifice for others' benefit. I anumodana with you all here, who are ones who have this sense of sacrifice for others, who do dana regularly, maintain sila, who do chanting and meditation. This will lead to peace and happiness to oneself and one's family. Those close to us will also have peace and happiness. We have already been born into this world that contains more deluded people than those that have wisdom. The Buddha said that the Buddha wishes to kindly teach the few, like the two horns of the cow compared to the many hairs on it. The people with greed, hatred and delusion in this world are many, and the people who know and will understand the Dhamma are few. But as we have already been born into this world, we spread a mind of metta, 
of loving-kindness to these people, and one day they will likely have sila dhamma and have goodness. Even those minds have goodness as well, but it may only develop in the future, and they may succeed in gaining nibbana in a future life. But in the present, they have greed, hatred and delusion in this way. Yet even for us in different past lives, we have likely been like that, having had strong greed, hatred and delusion. This is possible. But in this life, we have a good chance to practice Dhamma, and this will lead to the arising of inner peace and coolness. And the ones who lack Dhamma will have a mind that is dry and deserted. There was one person from Holland who came to the monastery, and they said that they felt that their present life was dry and missing something. They feel like they have no happiness. The mind had no happiness at all. I said, Oh, you just lack goodness. You lack Dhamma in your heart. It's like the trees in a drought. The trees are dry because they lack water. It may be like the trees are standing upright, but close to death. Like it has no life. The leaves have all fallen. This is like the mind of a person that is dry and that has no goodness. One can feel that life doesn't really have much value. And when we become aware of this, then we come and search for the way out. And when we can meet with goodness, meet with Dhamma, and we practice it, then it will moisten and freshen up our minds. Just like when it rains, then the ground becomes moist, the trees and grass become green, in the rivers and the dams become full of water. Underneath the ground is fertile. It can support crops and food for humans can be grown. Humans get food and water. And these are important resources to sustain life. But if we people become too dry, this is the mind not having sila. If you receive the result of some bad karma, the mind may have wrong view. And instead of forgiving or instead of thinking of other ways to fairly deal with the situation, but one acts through the mental defilements. They may harm others and even take the lives of many people. Or if they really have wrong view, they may take the lives of even those who have inner purity. This is because of very firm wrong views. So the Buddha said that associating with fools is not good. We must associate with wise people. To associate with fools is not auspicious, and it makes our minds become fools as well. If we associate with those people who cheat, who take advantage of people for their own benefit, then that is no good, and it makes our lives become lowered. Anger, hatred, and ill will and revenge arises. This makes one deluded, and if we associate with the fools in one's own mind, that is, one acts in bad ways that are against sila dhamma, then it causes even more chaos. Sila dhamma needs to come back for the world to have happiness. If sila dhamma doesn't come back, then the world will be destroyed. So when we live together with others in the world, when we have things, 
We share them with others. This is important. Venerable Ajahn Chah in Wat Nongpapong had laid down an important monastic practice. He said, when we have any offerings or donations coming in, then gather it all together communally and then share it out. There is no one who keeps it personally for themselves, whether it is the requisites, monetary donations, food or things to use, whether they are gained from a house invitation or offered in the monastery, then gather it together communally, and there is someone who will be responsible to organize and to share it out according to suitability. Then there is peace and coolness, and there is no arguing and fighting, and not so much greed in keeping things. There is no selfishness. If you have a lot, then share it out. Only use things according to what is the appropriate amount. And we can see in this world that when things are normal, when there is no disputing, humans can share. But in times of mass sickness and suffering, like the coronavirus spreading, then there starts to be disputes. There is lack of items for medical protection, alcohol, etc. There is the arising of disputes and contention because one does and thinks of oneself first. And this is normal and isn't against sila, but sometimes it becomes excessive. Businesses try to gain excessive profits more than what is appropriate. They may hold things back in order to get more profit. They may get personal happiness, but it is gained from the suffering and the worry of others. Yet humans with selfishness aren't interested to know. They don't think clearly about it, only thinking of themselves, thinking of how they can get the most from it, and they think this will be good. But it isn't good, because the mind has been eaten up by greed. Then one is not completely human. So if you have anything, then share it with others. Have metta to ourselves and keep for ourselves, which isn't wrong. But when we have more, then we share them with others. And for those in business and sales, it's not that they try to keep pushing prices up so they can gain more profit. This is not right. This is the selfishness of humans, the selfishness in their minds. And this destroys one's own happiness and goodness. And it destroys the happiness of others as well. But some at these times... They don't raise their prices. They can see that they are helping the suffering of others. So they sell at the same price. They don't desire more profit than that. Even if the customer says they should raise their prices a little more because they must have other expenses coming up, they may agree, but they still don't raise their prices to the point where it makes others suffer. This virtue is praiseworthy or in situations like we are experiencing, all the prices for goods like fresh food rise. But the shop owners, they see the people who come to eat and buy from them are long-term customers and that they are doing this type of business to have enough profit to live on. The customer says to the shop owner that they can raise the food prices by say 5 baht, but the shop owner says 
that if they maintain their original prices, they can still survive. Then the customer eats from them and stays loyal to them. What the shop owner doesn't get is more money, but what they get is the good feelings from the customers who come to eat and buy from them. And this feeling is long-lasting. And even if these shop owners, sometimes they close the shop for one or two days in order to go to the monastery to make and offer food for the monks. But when they resume business again, the place is full of customers as normal. The people don't go anywhere. This is because the customers recognize the virtue, goodness and purity of the owner's mind that has metta. So they help to support them. They are fully willing to pay for the things at that store. This is long-lasting. The owners can lead a life that is pleasant and they have a way to earn a living that is sustainable. And this is from not wanting to have much profit. This is having sacrifice and sharing in a tough economic time. And it is in these times that our goodness makes our minds fresh and uplifted. When we recollect these good deeds, then we have happiness in the mind. So we can see that the world is chaotic, but this is normal. Even before this, there has been times of chaos. And coming to the present day, it is even more chaotic because the general level of sila of the people is diminishing. And in the future, there will be even less people with sila and the world will get even more chaotic. So strive to build goodness, make the mind bright, have a mind of metta and compassion to others. I anumodana to all of you in your centers and especially the monastics, the monks and novices who have renounced in order to ordain and to practice and bhavana to seek a refuge for oneself. And when they gain that, they will be a refuge for others as well. And especially to the many senior monks who lead the Dhamma practice in Bangalore who have to sacrifice for their disciples a lot. And I extend this Anumodana to those who support them and the place as well. And Anumodana to all of those in the centres who have a mind that wishes to help and support, who do dana regularly, who chant and practice, and they see the drawbacks of the chaos in the world and in one's own mind. So strive to build goodness and merit. May you be safe from sicknesses and be in good health so that you can build a lot of goodness with your life. May you have success with all things in the world and in the Dhamma. May you all grow in blessings.